Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormones podcast. I'm so excited to have you here and I always think it's funny when I say like have you here because like where are you? (laughs) You're not actually here. I'm by myself recording. You know doing solo episodes is great like it's actually no I don't know why I said it's great. It's not great. Doing solo episodes kind of suck. (laughs) It's great because you can do them when you want like when you're ready and when you want but there is something really different um about not actually talking to someone like I would so much rather do them live like have my sort of show notes on hand and what I want to cover about and actually have you know like run a workshop every week for example which is so not feasible because that's just the admin behind that's ridiculous um but you know that kind of thing where I'm like there's actually people looking at me because when there's people looking at me I feel like what I'm saying is important (laughs) whereas when you're standing in front of your computer screen and you go headphones in and your podcast thing here it just feels funny recording yourself sometimes anyway total side tangent on that podcasting is great I do love it I love it because I guess one I connect with amazing women so the people that I have on as guests are always phenomenal and you get to build these cool friendships with people that you otherwise wouldn't connect with really like you know and sometimes it's idols or like people that I really really um love so I think of like Kitty or Libby or some of those women who I've just like frothed over in the field for years and people like Jen and just those amazing practitioners who otherwise I yeah I wouldn't really reach out to um and then you hear a lot of women with their real stories, um, mums or fertility awareness staff or people who've overcome incredible things. So I just, yeah, I just love that. I love the connection and the community it builds. And I love it when I get a DM from someone and they're like, I've been listening to your podcast and I love that because usually it's like, and I want to get to the root cause or and I resonate with everything that you're saying or and I, you know, like there's always a really good end bit behind it which I love um so I keep getting distracted I've got these new blunt stones which I absolutely love I'm standing looking <laughs> looking at them now um and they're super comfy to stand in I didn't expect them to be this comfortable but they are amazing um I just need to get some nice thick socks for them because I guess when they're new when they're a tough leather they kind of um take a bit to wear in so if anyone's got any really good sock recommendations as a side rant that would be amazing um I want pretty ones but I also want them to be thick and good I want to get some Zorali ones but I also want to get some cute pink ones so hit me up with your sock recommendations please I'll be forever grateful all right let's get into today's topic so today we're chatting about blood markers and supporting your thyroid okay so this is something that we dive into into the root cause program when we do 
comprehensive testing which includes those surrounding things around your thyroid like stool and all those um, surrounding factors like your adrenal health and then we look at all your nutrients we look at your hormones we look at that whole big picture stuff because there is a big link between gut and thyroid health so i find it really really important that people address both of those aspects when they're looking at their thyroid okay um and getting blood markers just through your gp for thyroid is really really tricky um it's definitely something that i've worked with women for a lot of years who will come to me and go oh, i've had my thyroid markers done and they're fine they usually have not done a full panel okay so getting a full thyroid panel is essential and we do that right at the start of the root cause program to make sure that you are getting this full um workup done so that we're not just guessing especially when it comes to thyroid and got antibodies and immune conditions and all these other bits and pieces going on so often um yeah often when we're thinking about thyroid we're thinking about metabolism okay so your digestive system energy appetite weight loss or gain and regulating body temp so that's some of the big functions of the thyroid and you notice a lot of women are really symptomatic when there are small shifts in those thyroid hormones and i'll chat about them today but i have a lot of women who go okay well, my thyroid's not right and this and that and like, okay and i just can't lose weight and i'm losing hair and all this stuff and they are really significant symptoms so supporting and correcting these thyroid imbalances are really really important so getting a full thyroid panel means that we're looking um, at the range of different hormones. So TSH, free T4, free T3, um, reverse T3, your TPO, your, um, so your um, enzyme required for thyroid hormones, so antithyroid proxase, and TGAB, so antithyroglobulin antibodies, okay? Whereas often a GP would just run TSH. Um, so TSH is from comes from your anterior pituitary, so it's a thyroid telling the thyroid to produce hormones. Okay, so it's called thyroid stimulating hormone. So basically, that's exactly what it does. It says, "Hey thyroid, we don't have enough T3 and T4. Please produce more hormones." Now, if that TSH is high. That is because your thyroid is underperforming, okay? So it's basically the body yelling as loud as it can at the thyroid going, produce more hormones, produce more hormones, okay? So it can be really elevated if that thyroid is not working properly. If it's really low, then you're secreting too many thyroid hormones because it's not going to tell it to produce more hormones if... Um, it's already producing a lot of hormones. So that's hyperthyroidism and then hypothyroidism where it's producing too many hormones. So in adrenal fatigue, the pituitary gland tries to compensate for low progesterone or cortisol by upregulating thyroid function. So if someone has a like um, overactive thyroid, then we definitely see links with adrenal fatigue, okay? Um, because you generally have that low progesterone, that low cortisol, and your thyroid's trying to output some more energy. Now, it's really, really important to note that your liver plays an important role. So to get rid of excess thyroid hormones, so if you've got um, higher T3 and T4, 
We need vitamin A, we need selenium, we need zinc, we need magnesium, calcium, B vitamins, and choline, and copper. <laughs> okay, so you need a range of nutrients for your thyroid and your liver to function properly. Um, now, so let's hit on free T4 first, so thyroxine. So blood tests of um, T4, FT4, is the amount of free thyroxine in your blood. So it's one of the two major hormones. So you've got T3, you've got T4. If T4 is high, then I do not see this very much at all, then it's hyperthyroidism. So graves, anxiety, weight loss, tremors. I do not see that often. I commonly see it low. So that's hypothyroidism. So you're thinking Hashimoto's, hair loss, dry skin, fatigue, constipation, all right? So this is your key ones that you will see if you run free T4 blood tests. So look at TSH, look at free T4. Now, also the others, I want to go in and be like, and get them all done, but I'll just like calm my phone a bit. Um, so like I said, this is commonly high. Now the other major hormone is uh, FT3. So Try, I'm going to say it's wrong, triodothyrone. So this is uh, also a hormone produced by the thyroid gland. Now, think again. If it's high, we've got that high thyroid output. If it's low, generally it comes from a low calorie diet, liver issues, low progesterone, low selenium, low zinc, blood sugar issues, because you need to convert that T4 to this active T3. To do that, you need glucose, you need selenium, you need zinc, you need progesterone, all right? You need carbohydrates. So as soon as you have blood sugar level issues, this um, T3 can drop because you're not converting that free T4 to that free T3 very well. Then we have your reverse T3. So this is a really significant blood marker. Because if you have high reverse T3, it can cause patients with normal T3 and T4 to present with symptoms of low thyroid hormone levels. So it can block T3 from acting on the cells. Usually we see this high in hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, and again, nutrient deficiencies will impact this reverse T3 and things like your selenium, your vitamin D, your zinc, your magnesium, okay? So it all impacts this and the liver. So it's really, really important that, to remember this, you may not have enough nutrients to either produce thyroid hormones or, so your thyroid can't produce them, or to convert your inactive T4 to the active T3. Or you might not have enough nutrients to enable thyroid hormone to enter your cells. So these nutrients include iodine, iodine, protein, selenium, zinc, iron, A, D, omega-3 fatty acids, and B vitamins. So let me repeat that. You may not have enough nutrients to either produce thyroid hormones or to convert your inactive T4 thyroid the active T3 thyroid hormone or 
You may not have enough nutrients to enable thyroid hormones to enter your cells. So you need nutrients for this thyroid to work properly. You may have imbalances in other sex or stress hormones that can impact thyroid hormone. For example, you might be suffering from HPA axis dysfunction, which will do a number on your thyroid, so that hypothalamus pituitary axis dysfunction, which I chatted about in the blood testing episode. So things like over-exercise or stress, um, psychological stress or even gut stuff like parasites will impact it. Uh, your body won't prioritize these thyroid hormones when it's under stress, so when it's under attack and it's in that fight or flight mode, thyroid hormones are not its priority. Our stress response is supposed to be short-lived, so it shuts down non-vital for survival mechanisms in the body. So if you're in that constant stress mode, it's going to shut down reproductive health, but it's going to shut down that thyroid health. So that includes your metabolism, so anything that's not important for survival in the short term, like your reproductive system, like your metabolism, is essentially turned off so we can focus all our body's function on running away from a predator. Okay, so remember this is supposed to be short term. We're supposed to recover. We're supposed to switch back into rest and digest, which will turn back on your reproductive and metabolic um, metabolism pathways. But so many of you are not, okay? You're either low in the nutrients, you're not eating enough calories, you've over-exercised, or you're in that chronic stress state, okay? We don't get back into that rest and digest very often, thus our sex hormones and our thyroid take a beating and consequently malfunction, okay? It's a survival mechanism because our body thinks it's starving or under intense exhaustion, so it slows down our thyroid and hence metabolism. The other thing is the dietary aspect. So you can be eating too many inflammatory foods or have an infection which is going to disrupt your immune system and impact the health of your thyroid. So toxins play a really large role in thyroid health. If you've been overexposed to toxins or have issues with your detoxification pathways, this can lead to thyroid issues. And the other aspect that we look at is getting your TPO tested and your TGAB tested. So your... TPO um, is your antithyroid peroxidase, so the enzymes required for thyroid hormones. So antibodies, if they target TPO, that affects thyroid function. So if your TPO is really high, you're thinking of things like Graves, or Hashimoto's, heavy metals, gut stuff, PCOS, stress, okay? You need selenium, you need iodine for this to work properly. And it's alarming because 20% of women with PCOS have thyroid antibodies. The other one, TGAB, is your antithyroglobulin antibody. So this is a protein made in the thyroid gland and provides the site for formations of T3, T4. So it needs TPO to function properly. Again, if it is higher, we're thinking of gut stuff, PCO, PCOS, and stress. The thing is... When it comes to thyroid function, people get so caught up on thyroid numbers when in reality, I really want you to focus on that thyroid conversion. So what's happening in the liver and what's happening in the gut. So the gut and the liver need us to be fueled properly, so enough energy and nutrients and 
have a safe environment or a balanced nervous system to do their job well. We need protein to carry thyroid sugar, to carry thyroid hormones. We need sugar to convert it and nutrients to respond to it. Okay, if we don't have the minerals to do so, then like, you know, potassium, magnesium, then we're not going to, you know, our cells are not going to respond to that thyroid hormone. You need glucose to get these minerals into your cells. So I just want you to think about that. You need protein to carry your thyroid hormone. You need sugar to convert it and you need nutrients to respond to it. You need glucose to get these minerals into the cells. So this is why gut dysbiosis impacts metabolism so much. Bacteria create endotoxin, which burden the liver. And when our digestive juices are struggling, think liver, gallbladder, bile, um, stomach acid, those things, we have a hard time getting our metabolic building blocks. Okay, so there is so much going on here. Now, how do we support your thyroid then? One, get a full thyroid panel, jump inside the root cause program, do it with me, or go to a functional GP, get that full panel done, get all your proper nutrients looked at as well. Then start doing things like incorporating natural sources of iodine, so kelp or combo or seaweeds, avoiding raw cruciferous vegetables, which A, are hard to break down on the gut, um, but things like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, kale, pine nuts, cabbage, pears, strawberries, spinach, those things um, can impact the thyroid. So I just say um, avoid them or have them really, really, really well cooked um, is fine. Make sure you're having enough potassium, enough celery juice, coconut water, um, potassium broth made with potatoes, Getting enough sunlight for vitamin D, especially in the morning for your circadian rhythm, but get getting that vitamin D is critical. Selenium, important. Avoid endocrine disruptor toxins, so your BPA, your BPS, um, your triglycerides, so often in toothpaste. Eat meat, full stop. <laughs> get enough B12 and eat meat. You need animal nutrients and fats to heal. If you're not eating animal nutrients, you're putting yourself at high risk of impacting your thyroid and your sex hormones. Um, get a good water filter. Don't drink tap water. Get a good water filter and then add your trace minerals back into it. Stay hydrated, have enough sleep, have enough self-care and me time. Consider an eye mask with blackout curtains, um, TV, phones, computer screens in the evening, aka set good sleep hygiene. Not too much exercise if your thyroid's struggling. And really importantly, eat regularly as soon as you start to feel hungry, okay? Really, really, really important. You must eat when you feel hungry to support your thyroid health. Um, someone asked about, asked about thyroid surgery. I don't know a lot about this, but basically you can remove your entire thyroid gland if you have issues with it. This would only be for super, super overactive, um, so uncontrollable hyperthyroidism or going to that causes severe symptoms. So it would be a very, very last um, call situation and only if it was super or obviously if I had cancer, but also if it was super overactive. 
And I think I've really touched on lifestyle factors, diets and supplements that will support your thyroid health. When it comes to pregnancy and thyroid, because your thyroid will impact your fertility, I do recommend working with a naturopath or a doctor who specializes in conception and pregnancy um, to make sure that those thyroid hormones are happy. Now I covered a lot of ground and a lot of content today on thyroid stuff. Remember, if you want to get to the root cause of your thyroid dysfunction, jump inside the root cause program and let's start getting some testing done. Start to support your body in those ways that are listed and always make sure you get a full thyroid panel and get those nutrients tested as well. I hope that was helpful. Please leave me a review. Please reach out to me at Sheridan underscore functional nutrition. You know how much I love hearing from you. It makes my day. Um, yeah, I would love to hear any thyroid questions you have. So flip them my way. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.